2: I'm Ted Gioka and we're talking savings, investments, in your retirement on the show. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. It, it, it starts with your uh, plan. Your company savings plan. You want to put away a minimum of ten percent, at least ten percent, plus a company match. That that generally gets you where you want to be for retirement. So, uh, so remember, if if you're if you're not saving enough money, times are very. Uh, there's a lot of unknowns in the world. It's a very turbulent world, which we're going to be talking about in the show, bringing you all up to date and what's happening in the world today. But when it's that way you need to continue to save money, you need to protect yourself and protect your family. And so by doing – by putting away that money in your company plans, you're going to get a tax deduction. People forget, every time you put the money in it, you get a tax deduction, which pays off at year end, and uh, the money grows tax-free until you put it away. So so, so start, start that savings program today if you haven't done it. Uh, <laughs> again, it's truly extraordinary – what goes on in the world uh, at the Max Out Savings Show? We're here to help you, to guide you through, to get you to understand the world today. Uh, we've been talking about on the show uh, for, for since since the Ukraine war. I, you know, we, we I think we've done an outstanding job of covering that and, and really laying out the case uh, of. Of, of, of how that was going to affect the world, we said it was going to be more inflationary. We laid out the case of of, of the, the percentages of 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 of, uh, of of grain, of wheat, of corn, of uh, of of uh, sunflower oil, of of aluminum, different things that came out of the Ukraine and Russia. How this was going to be infl- inflationary. The the embargoes were going to be inflationary. Uh, we, we we said that the that the uh, the. Uh, sanctions against Russia were a mistake because we're because we're, you're kicking them out of the banking system. It's just going to f- let the foreign world. The world form a new banking system. That's all happening. We said there was going to be more inflation. That the inflation is happening. We said rates are going up. We said you can't, you don't want to be in long-term bonds. We've been saying this for, you know, since since the inflation really started in 2021. You have got to look out. We did. We said this is not transitory inflation. They, people don't understand. It's a different world. We were right on that. We said you you do want to be in a 60-40 split. You want to be in higher levels of cash. That you don't want to be in long-term bonds. You want to look at commodities, you want to look at precious metals, you want at short-term bonds, money markets. We, we said all this stuff. We said rates are going up. And they saying, oh, this is about to end, it's transit. We said, no, it's not. The world has fundamentally changed. We pointed out we're at the end of, we're at the end of a 30, 30 plus year, you know, 34, 35 year uh, bull market in bonds. It, it simply means rates have been going down for 35 years. That's come to an end. It, 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 and so I, th- I think we've done a good job guiding guiding you through this. And uh, it, 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 it just becomes more turbulent. The, the You know, we, the inflation has dropped off some. But we remind everyone it's still about 4.5%. And remember, if inflation goes to zero next month, it doesn't mean the rates go down. That just means that the prices go down. It just means that inflation stops going – the prices stop going up. And this is a really important thing. So So – these these price increases you're going to have to pay for it. It's tough on people. Now we're seeing wage inflation coming through the system, and and that that's much stickier. Economists will tell you wage inflation is much stickier. I mean, how many hundreds of thousands of people are on strike? We had the Delta's, UPS strike. We had the General Motors strike, the Ford strike, you know the uh, the uh, the Dodge strike, the uh, the uh we've we've had the health uh, healthcare uh, united healthcare workers strike we've got the actors on strike the writers i think have settled uh and, and, and so people around the world are demanding higher wages because this inflation is tough on everybody and then if you stack on that the war type situation it becomes an incredibly volatile world uh and the max out savings show we 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 send out a newsletter once a month and we the uh, I was a little longer this month just because we we, we made the changeover it was TD uh, Ameritrade was merged with Schwab and we hold our clients' assets at Charles Schwab, so we we sent it out and uh and we 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 we've been talking about the wars. We've been saying this is a wartime economy. We've been saying it for a year and a half now that people don't understand that we, we, we're pumping in billions and you know, tens of billions of dollars, hundreds of billions of dollars into the Ukraine war. You know, we have shortages of munitions. We talked endlessly about that show. And we actually pointed out that Israel could run short of munitions if they were attacked, and we said it was a mistake giving all these munitions the Ukraine. But we said, look, you gotta that means you gotta build build more munitions. You've got to make more more bullets, more 155-millimeter howitzer shells, more missiles, more drones, more aircraft, more helicopters, all of these things. So there's huge demand out there for all this wartime armament. It, it, that, that, that costs money, and it keeps the economy going. That's why we were saying, look, we, we, we're saying with this type of Mexican government spending from the Ukraine war the reshoring of jobs and the China Cold War, and then you put the climate war on top of it. It's it, it, it's a lot of government spending, and it's not the economy is just not going to crash like people think. And I think we've been generally right on this. But a couple of things have been happening in here that that, that that have been changing things up a little bit. I mean, we're talking about this on the show and writing about this in, in the Free Max out Savings Report. And uh, what we really uh, what 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 has changed is is a couple things is the the as we said we, we've fought three wars we we the Ukraine war the 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 China war we're scrambling to get manufacturing plants back to the United States and the climate war Joe Biden put 850 billion dollars in the reduce inflation act if you can believe that. For climate change, because they think this is a war, you know, to save the planet, we're all going to die if we don't eliminate CO2. Uh, you know, I'm not even going to go there. But uh, so what this is is massive amounts of spending. It's pushing up interest rates. So if you look at interest rates, interest rates have been going up since uh, 2021. They were at about 1.25 percent of the 10-year Treasury. Now they're at 5 percent. What they were mostly sitting. They were sitting for most of the year. They 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 kind of peaked and in uh, October of 22 at about 4.3, 4. and then it went down really about 3.5, 3.6, and inflation they thought was going down, and then it started going up, and it, it, it last week, the, tenu- the tenured uh, treasury went to 5%. What's going on here? Well, what we have are two things. We have out-of-control government spending, and we have a, a war in the Middle East now, which is going to require more spending. And, 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 and what the United States is headed for trouble very quickly. And we, and we wrote about this, and I'm going to try to cover some of this here today to understand, so you can understand the world and, and try to protect yourself, is we now have four wars. If we write about this, we titled our saying saving report four wars to understand that. We've got the Ukraine-Russia war, which we're funding and backing. The only thing we're doing is not sending troops in. It's turning into a nasty war. Uh, it, 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 by the way, it's spreading. There was there was a, a fiber optic cable, a communications cable going to Estonia, taken out this week. They're trying to move ships up there to see what's going on. The Russians, you know, we, we've been trying to grind down the Russians. The Russians have done pretty well. Uh, you know, it, 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 that's spreading. We have the China Cold War. We Just this week, we 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 said the Chinese can't buy our, our AI chips, and we're cutting them back from advanced chips. It's spreading there. We're try- scrambling. Everyone's trying to put factories back in Phoenix and in Taylor, Texas, up north of Dallas, and in Cincinnati, Ohio, all over the place. They're putting semiconductor plants. They're moving. Companies are realizing they have to have an alternative manufacturing base. Apple's moving to India to try to get out of China, uh, that, that requires a lot of spending on our part, with $50 billion just for the semiconductor plants alone we gave them. Okay, more spending there. $850 billion for the, for the Green New Deal. And now, now war breaks out in the Middle East between uh, Israel and Hamas. That's four wars we're fighting. We're backing Israel with whatever it takes. Understand one war is, is inflationary the vietnam war was inflationary we're fighting four wars right now that was requiring massive government spending and it's inflationary because you know the workers are be having to work on these plants these the, the the new the new manufacturing plants or they need them for the assembly line this is inflationary the inflation is not going to stop but something more ominous is happening if you look at it last week a couple thoughts here the we've been talking about 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 the max out, on the the max out, we said, look, for 2023, we could see $1.6 trillion deficits coming up. But we just looked at the new numbers. We're thinking $1.8 to $2 trillion deficits for 2023. This is enormous. This is World War II percentage of GDP type of spending right now. And and we're pouring into this. And if our debt levels are going up if if you look at the our, our national debt right now is 333 trillion and, and 66, uh 33.67 trillion dollars it's an easy way to say that it and understand 3 weeks ago it was about 33 trillion dollars and we write in the bags so on saying for barring increase 650 billion dollars in the last 3 weeks on our max-out savings report we just sent out. You should have got it Thursday. If it's not in your inbox, check your junk box. Uh, 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 $650 billion. And by the way, it, 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 in parentheses in that st- sentence we put in, this is not a typo, because I think a lot of people would look at that and go, well, Ted really meant $650 million. No, this is extraordinary. In three weeks, the United States government borrowed $650 billion. Okay, and if you look at interest rates in that time frame, uh, uh, the, the the rates have gone from about four point five percent to five percent, and people they're people are having trouble buying all these treasuries. The Chinese are selling our treasuries. They're like, hey, we're not going to fund our enemy. The the Saudis are selling some bonds as well. They're not buying as much. They're like, look, you guys insult us. Joe Biden insults us. He gives gives the crown prince a fist bump because he doesn't want to be seen shaking his hand. You know, they're insulting and they're all mad because they're producing oil and gas. You know, we're we're not going to buy your treasury bonds. The Japanese, something that's very important for people to understand, the Japanese are big buyers of treasuries. Well, their their currency has been falling, and their interest rates are starting to rise, and they're trying to stabilize the market. They're having to sell treasuries to to, to get more currency so they can try to stabilize their markets. So the natural biggest buyers of treasuries are backing away. So who's going to buy all this money that Joe Biden is spending? And we're heading rapidly to a major crisis in the United States of America. So, the, so, so you know, everybody's staring at at, at Israel. Look at, oh my God, what's? Ha- take a look at, at 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 the at the at the ten-year treasury. It's 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 going up dramatically, and, and it continues to rise up. And and this 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 is becoming a big problem. And so we're going to talk about this, but. Back in May, this was at 3.4%. We hit 5% on treasury rates. The interest rates are skyrocketing. Mortgages were over 8% this week. Most people can't afford a mortgage at 8%. And so this is affecting. Your credit card rates are going up because of this. Your mortgage rates are going up this. Your car loans are going up this. This is putting additional pressure on the consumer. But the important thing is, are we heading to a crisis in this country because of our over-controlled spending? And tell us. Take a quick break here on the Max Out Saving Show. We're gonna to try to answer that question is what is that gonna is that gonna affect the, the stock market, the bond market, and your retirement. David left his taxi
1: in the bottom of the said, this whole world's full The of Max Chains. Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages.
2: If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to maxoutsavings.com to set up an appointment. That's maxoutsavings.com.
0: If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. So the next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart radio. We're always on. This is AM 1070, the answer. Once again, here's your
1: host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka.
2: We're just talking about the the huge increase in spending because as a result of three wars or four wars now, the United States is engaged in. We haven't really seen this since World War II. And if you look at the spending since the COVID, it's been at World War II levels. They made a catastrophic mistake. Uh, uh, the Biden administration, after they, it was obvious that, that that COVID wasn't the you know the plague that people thought it was, they should have ramped down spending instead. They just kept pouring money in, and and, and some of the numbers are just so extraordinary on the amount of, of 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 of, of theft in in, in 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 giving money away. To 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 people that they just that weren't I I can't I'm not even repeat them on the radio I saw some numbers that were just so gigantic it just boggles the mind on, on how much how much of this money was basically ended up in China and other places due to just complete incompetence uh, in giving away the money for all these you know the, the 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 income tax the the employee tax giveaway the loans and everything it's just extraordinary but so. So we just talked about 600. The last three weeks, debt has increased. United States government debt has increased $650 billion, not a million, a billion. And, and, and spending is rocketing out of control. And so where do we go from here? Well, rates have gone up to 5%. It's starting to affect the market. The, the S&P 500 uh, equal weight is, I think, actually down uh, year to date, and and, 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 and it, and it, it's it, we're headed for trouble and and so so you know what do we do and, and where do we go uh i i think a couple of things let me see something here okay yeah there it is the s&p 500 equal weight is actually down year to date and so the the markets have been have been kept up by about seven big mega cap stocks uh that the, the uh Apple, Amazon, uh, Tesla, Nvidia, Meta, Google. Uh, I, th- I think. And I think there's one more which I may be missed but uh, th- 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 but those are starting to break down. The S and P 500 is broken down uh, pretty much uh, across the board today, and 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 if we look at it, uh, the, it, it, it uh, on the daily chart we're seeing that, that, it, that it's underneath the 200-day moving average. That, that is not a good situation, breaking under the 200-day moving average, because the, the market is suddenly realizing, oh my God, interest rates are up to 5%. That, that The economy seems to be doing okay, but rates are surging. I don't know where this is going in the Middle East, and there's a very nasty war over there. It, it, and so we're going to cover that here in a minute. But but the problem is they're starting to understand that, that we could possibly be in a financial crisis versus the, the, the debt in the United States of America. And the most worrying thing about the whole thing is there's not been any – normally people go, oh, my God, $600 billion in debt. We're spending too much money. Interest rates are surging. We need to cut cut spending. And there, there's no talk of that out there at all. I think we're going to have to reach a crisis in order to force people to cut spending, the Republicans are so desperate to keep the Trump people out and keep Jim Jordan out. you know well the problem is is the more they concede to the moderates, the moderates want to spend a bunch of money, they want to spend infinite amounts of money on military and everything else on the ukraine war. I'm, we support the military, okay, in my family it, and you know if we support the spending. But the, but but the Ukraine war is putting the United States of America at risk, and sixty billion dollars could be better spent elsewhere. But so so what we're dealing with is but there's no cause there's no calls for spending cuts from the government. This is very concerning because the normal checks and balances oh spending's out of control we need to cut back well we'll cut back some that, that's all gone and now there's infinite spending ability. Uh, and the normal lenders to the United States, China, Japan, and Saudi Arabia are backing away. I think it's going to take some type of crisis in here. That's what we're looking to see happen because of the out of control spending uh you know we'll have to see i think eventually the the, the Federal Reserve is going to have to end their are tightening. I think they're going to have to to go and start pushing down, start buying longer term treasuries to keep to keep long term interest rates down. It's actually called yield curve control. The Japanese have been doing this, and I think you're going to see it here. But but the problem that's so concerning is, and in, in Powell, Chairman Powell of the Federal Reserve talked this week, is there's no talk about we need to cut spending. You just borrowed $650 billion. Interest rates hit 5%. You're fighting four wars, and you're not looking to cut spending anywhere. And Joe Biden pops up on TV and claims he needs $110 billion for, for, for Israel and the Ukraine. I get Israel— but really more money for the Ukraine. But so, so these things are, are, are starting to spook the market. They're starting to pressure asset prices. And, and so in this world, you're going to have to be more careful. In this world, so what do you do? Oh, my God, Ted, that's very concerning. You're know, you starting to worry me a little bit. Well, money markets yield 4.8%. Treasury bills yield over 5% you can go get 5% on two year treasuries which means for the next two years you get 5% a year you know it's pretty safe investments in theory that's I just you know but 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 understand longer term investments out longer term have a little more risk if rates go up if rates go skyrocketing in the next two years in worst case you get 5% of your money and then you can reinvest at a higher rate uh if you look at precious metals precious metals this week has gone up. Gold has gone up this week. Gold is up about, uh, gold's up 2.7% this week. Gold, the interest rates have been going up for the last year and a half and gold is higher. Silver's high. Uh, commodities interest is going up. Oil is going up. There's opportunities out there in, in the world today for, di- for different types of things. If you're log bonds, you're down this year. But, uh, but you know, so so there are opportunities in this market, but it takes a, a different type of investing. It takes a more conservative investment. It takes a higher level of cash. It, it takes shorter-term bonds. Uh, it, it takes in, in, in commodities. It's spreading your risk. Commodities, real estate, which might be your house or ranch or whatever. Uh, precious metals. Uh, that those type of things. Uh, gold, silver, uh, some stocks, value stocks that aren't super expensive. That the companies that don't have a lot of debt or special situations that that you know they're going to maybe work no matter what happens. That type, it's that type of thinking. You know, if you go buy these seven stocks that are up, that have held the market up year to date, you know they're pretty expensive. But uh, and and so understand those are big chunks in the S and P five hundred, and you've got to kind of get away from that. And and that, that's that's the thing that you want to understand. So. Where, where do we go from here? A couple thoughts: the Israel-Hamas war is a pretty serious situation, needless to say. Uh, the question is, does it spread? the The, the, the I, it, it looks like it's starting to spread to the to the, Looking at what's happening in Lebanon, if you look at the Saudis, the Americans, the Brits, lots of people are are are, are recommending that they're. they're that their, their citizens leave Lebanon at once or immediately uh there you know some of the other countries are positioning planes on Cyprus to evacuate people out of Lebanon quickly. that's not a good sign uh th- th- there's troops coming across there there's is there there's Iranians pouring in and, and some Iraqis too pouring uh uh massing on the border with iraq uh with syria and 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 Lebanon those type of things they they appear to be on the Syrian border, there are tens of thousands of them. The question is, are they going to come in and try to support t- some type of war? And, and, and that's not a good situation with Hezbollah up there. They, they, their, their rocketry, their their, 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 their munitions are much more sophisticated than, than, than Hamas. In, in, in the Gaza Strip, and so this this is a, a real thing. And in, in the, there's rumors that some of the top uh, members of, of the uh, Iranian Guards uh, forces are, are moving, are, are heading over into that region, and, and you know to to to, to leave whatever's going on. Again, that's a very tough situation. Uh, we've moved in. Two two aircraft carrier groups and in a number of, of amphibious uh, assault ships as well into the area. There seems to be a lot of a lot of of of, of ships moving in that area. That that's a concern. This is not looking like it's going to slow down. Uh, clearly, uh, Iran is pushing is pushing the edge. The question is. Do, did the array, is this attack happening now because they believe that the United States is low on munitions because they, they gave so much away to the Ukraine and they're trying to take advantage of this? So, so this this makes it really tough. I think it's going to make it tougher the stock market unless things magically improve you know, Monday morning in the markets. I think it's going to be a tough place to be. Uh, we, we put a hedge on a couple of days ago uh, for our clients. Uh, we wrote about, we said, we actually said that in the max up savings report on Thursday that we did that. Uh, and really it came down to, I didn't like the way the markets were breaking down. I didn't like the way the, the 10 year was trudging toward 5%. And it, 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 and really our analysis of, of, of the, of the war with Israel in Gaza was not good. Uh, there really seems to be some, you know some real possibility that this spreads into a major major event, and I think at that point in time you 've got to got to reduce your risk and understand the world today and i and I think we 're well positioned but 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 I do think you've got to be very cautious in this world uh to to see what's going to happen because this is this is a, a very what what this what uh Hamas did was extraordinary uh, you know, I mean, if it was me, I would I wouldn't even go into Gaza. I would just say we're taking out. You know, we've identified the top thousand or so memberships of Hamas. They either surrender now, or, or we're going to take them all out. We're going to track down all the members of Hamas in Iran and Qatar and take them out. And and we're and, and I would have said we're not going to go after the Palestinian people. But that's not the way they chose to do it. But. But but I, I think Israel's got an, a case. I, you know, I, I think we we must defend them, uh, whatever it takes, which we will do. But but this is but the Iranians don't look like they're backing down, and Hamas they, it really they want a two front war, and that's going to be difficult. And if if Iran starts sending in tens of thousands of troops into, into there and into Syria, it, it, you could even see a three front war, and so which is which is going to be very difficult. And we're we're put in a bind because of the recklessness of the Biden administration and their zeal to take out Vladimir Putin that that and they fell into a trap. And, and, and so, so, so this is this is causing problems. This is why the S and P 500 is broken down underneath the 200-day moving average. This is why our Treasuries are going up to 5% because people are concerned. And and it's a warning sign. They should be flocking to Treasuries for protection, and they're not. And, and, and so again, caution is in the air. Tell you what, if you got any questions or comments, you can always give us a call, seven one three 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 nine ten seventy here at the Max Up Savings Show. I'd be happy to take your questions. But so that's what we're looking at. We write a lot about this in our Out Savings Report. It really, uh, but but uh, it, it, but what, what we're seeing is over the last 45 days when we wrote this, that, you know, the, the conditions have deteriorated across the board in the fixed income market, in the economy, and in the Middle East with the war. And yet the market was only down 4%. It. it, it what the stock market? If you look at the S and P five hundred, it 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 never really it bottomed back in October. Let me pull up a chart here. Bear with me just a second. Okay. It bottomed in October of last year. Had a very bad year. Of course, it was down over eighteen uh, percent. It never did a retest. Typically, markets do a retest where, where you know they'll go down and test and they'll come back up. There was no retest, and that's a little bit of a concern. If, if we go back and look at the at the equal weight average, it, 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 taking looking at that in, on on a weekly, that would appears to be breaking down. You know, in in, in a materially worse case possibly to test that level. And, and so this is something we want to watch. The interesting thing in this market right now, there's a lot of stocks that are down. We're not buying in here right now, but there's a there's a lot of stocks that are down to some extent. But, but these big caps haven't really gone up. And, and remember, we got Microsoft, Google, uh, I think Meta. There, a lot of them have earnings uh, this week. I think Apple's next week. Uh, it, 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 and so this is going to put a lot of pressure on the market. But the question is, are we in the, the thing I want you to understand is that we've got to ask ourselves are we in some type of fiscal crisis? Are we heading to a fiscal crisis in the United States of America? And I think that we're going to find out about that over the next couple months. And And I think you've got to be very careful because it's very concerning the sheer amount of money that just seems to be spent. Again, it's shocking that we spent three six hundred. We borrowed, excuse me, we borrowed because because keep in mind they, they 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 had to increase borrowing after the the debt deal, but six hundred and fifty billion dollars in three weeks is truly extraordinary, and and, and again it, you wonder what's really going on there. Why are they borrowing more money? Are they concerned that there's some type of issue coming or some type of crisis. It, and, I, and I think that's going to manifest itself over the next couple couple uh, months. And so this is something we want to continue to watch. A couple other things I wanted to just touch base on. the you know, A fascinating story out of Forbes. They, 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 there's rumors that the Biden administration after the election wants to start cracking down on dogs and cats because they claim that pets use as much CO two as you can't make this stuff up. Uh, they, they use as much CO two as thirteen point six million cars. So so the rumor is they want to try to put some type of big licensing fee or something on dog and cat owners to try to stop to try to stop this you know, to going on. But it just shows you the the, the level of I, I mean, I don't even know what to say with some of this stuff. I mean, the idea that you're we're going to have to get rid of cows, you're not going to be eating any meat, no dairy products, you know, we're going to get rid of cats, you, you won't own anything, but you'll love it. I mean, it's just truly extraordinary how nutty these people really are. I mean, it, 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 again... I, you know, I, I, something clearly appears b- behind this agenda, and you know we'll find out eventually what it is. But but it's just, you know, that, that that's that's the talk is after the election they want to try to start pressuring dog and cat owners, which is extraordinary. You know, about sixty six of the percentage of the American population owns a pet, and it just goes you show you the level uh, of the people we're dealing with overall. Uh, In in this administration. I mean, it's just again, I mean, you you saw this trip to Israel by by Joe Biden. That was just catastrophic. It it, it put a bullseye on on every American uh, soldier in the Middle East. Uh, I think we're going to have really tough difficulty in Iraq very quickly. Uh, You know, when I've gone and said, hey, we're supporting Israel and stuff, but to fly the president into a war zone was just foolishness. And then none of the other Arab leaders met with them. And the reason why they, they, they didn't meet with them was because a lot of these guys are worried like, if we meet with them, the populace might go crazy and throw me out and burn down the presidential palace. And so That's how unstable that whole region is. Uh, Like I said, I think we're going to have real difficulty in Iraq coming up very quickly defending those those worlds, because one of the problems we've run into is everyone in the world has sat there and watched all the techniques the Ukrainians and the Russians have used back and forth with drones and everything else, and it makes everything much more difficult going forward. So tell you what, let's take another break. we got more to talk about right here on the Max Out Savings Show, about where, where are we going from here, your retirement, what to do. We'll be right back.
1: If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back.
3: Hi, I'm Sam Malone
0: If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. So the next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart radio. We're always on. This is AM 1070, the answer.
1: The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka.
2: Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, in your retirement. An interesting story here that came out of... Uh, out of moneyzine.com, uh, dot com, moneyzine z i n e dot com, uh, that, that what they, they said is is that the, that the average American should be saving ten thousand one hundred seventy eight dollars a year from earnings to put in a retirement plan. And we'll need they're they're saying they'll need just six hundred and fifty eight thousand eight hundred eighty dollars to resign uh, to, to to retire. Excuse me, to retire with the same same standard of living as, that they're accustomed to. Which is which is interesting. That's lower than a lot of the numbers out there. Uh, the uh, you know uh, the but looking at that, I used about a four four and a quarter percent is generally what you can take out, and that works out to be about twenty eight thousand dollars, a little under thirty thousand dollars income. Plus, if you know if if you assume that if they have a decent you know a decent uh, if they, if they maybe get uh, thirty five thousand dollars from. From Social Security and, and plus plus the, the twenty eight thousand, that that gets some, you know, about sixty three thousand dollars in income coming in, and, and I, I mean I think that sort of works. I think the, one of the important things with that type of situation is you really need to have your house paid off, uh, and that that's something to think about for retirement because there's a lot of talk you need two or three million dollars for it we look we have a lot of people with with this which money you know is, uh, you know six hundred and fifty eight thousand that actually do pretty well with retirement uh you know they they watch their expenses closely uh they don't take on a lot of debt uh they, they, they you know, had their house paid off i mean one of the real key things is 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 really the house payment i mean if you can get that house paid off it doesn't have to be paid off when you retire, if you can get it paid off within two or three years, uh, that, that's usually good enough. That makes a huge difference because understand with retirement, you're going to have about twenty. If you retire at sixty-five, if you know if you take twenty-five years, that gets you up to ninety years old. And there's about a fifty percent chance that one of y'all live to be about ninety-two years old. It, 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 and so, that, you're looking at that. That's twenty-five, thirty years is what you, you're going to need for retirement. And so, I think it's real important to, to, to remember this is a long-term game. Retirement investing is a long-term game, and you want to kind of look at it that way. And you want to watch your money closely. You want to manage it, and you don't want to lose the money. And in these environments here, you got to be real careful. If you've loaded up on long-term bonds yielding, you know, four percent. And all of a sudden you've got nine percent inflation. That that's just disastrous. If you know if, if you've got a, a if you retired and rolled it into a fixed annuity, and and all of a sudden you've got you know maybe uh, three or four years of of five six percent inflation, you're really in trouble. And, and so I think that's that's why we talk so much about inflation. We talk so much about the need to manage through it, that because I I do think you know I, I remember. The inflation. I was very young at the time, but I was really into investing it. And so I remember the issues with with with, with inflation. And, and, and in the 60s, a lot of people, late 60s. I was very young, but in the late 60s, a lot of people got you know, wiped out, not really wiped out, but they had their their savings destroyed because they were in bonds that were yielding two or uh, three or three and a half percent. And, uh, you know, back from the 50s and 60s, and all of a sudden inflation went to, you know, 10 percent, 15 percent, and they they, they were just kind of wiped out. So you've got to be able to grow through inflation, understand the risk involved with, with inflation and understand the world today, uh, it, it, I think this is so important. Uh, and one, of the, you know, a couple of the big things you've got to build up a, a nest egg for retirement. You want to have that house paid off, and, and you want to try. If you buy a car or something, you want to buy a reasonable car. Uh, you know, maybe not a brand new car, but something. We want to get something that's going to hold up long term repair bills have got quite high on, on automobiles from what they used to insurance is going up actually because of that quite a bit and, and so I, I think there's real value in taking a look and making sure you're buying a car that is that is that has a real good track record for, for not breaking down because it's going to cost you a lot of money. If you want to get like a sports car that, you know, has a horrible track record and you want to keep it in the garage, yeah, maybe so. But for your everyday car, yeah, you, you do want to have a car that's going to really hold up uh, once you, particularly once you retire, you know, something like a, a Subaru, a Toyota, uh, a Honda, those kind of cars, Acura, long-term cars, uh that those things hold up long term. Uh, you know, some of the Chevys and Fords. You got to take a look at them. Look at the Consumer Report because because the car the car repairs have gone up so much because they're having such a hard time finding workers. And and, and so this is something again when you, when it comes to retirement, you want to lock in as many expenses as you can. If you got your house paid off, it's locked in and you're you're you're, you're, you're your taxes—they can get locked in for you too when you turn 65, and then all you have to do is worry about the the insurance going up on the house. Those are big things. If you you know if you get a car, if you get a good car, you can it can last 10, 15 years. Well, if you can drag it out that long, that 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 keeps your expenses way down during that time frame. Managing expenses, living frugally, but but kind of understanding, you know. What it's going to be, uh, you know, getting a house, getting a house that's reasonable uh, as far as the taxes and everything is another important you know, thing that deciding where you want to live, uh, get, getting the right medical care. And, and, and one thing we talk about a lot in the show when we talk to people really kind of surprises me how often I bring it up is when people come in to talk to us is, you know, they come into, I'm retiring. And we talk about the importance of exercising, working out, you know, uh, uh, because we, two things. It's going to keep you in health better. If you're going to live longer, you're going to be healthier. It, 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 but the other thing is, remember, if you're healthier, then, then you, you have your medical costs go down as well. And so, eating right, working out are big, big issues for retirement because you have to manage that. You've got to manage your body for the next twenty-five or thirty years, and if you do a good job of it, your your, your medical costs are going to be much lower. You're gonna you're gonna be in much better shape, and uh, and enjoy life better. And and, and so those those are some of the some of the things that you want to look at. Uh, I get questions on working. We're perfectly happy having clients continue to work. A lot of people like to work. I would say if you're bored and they're stuck with nothing to do, then try to find a job or a, you know a hobby or something or charity work or something. We find that 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 people that people that if they just go up and go golfing every every year, I mean they go to hit the golf course every day. They're, they're not gonna. It, it, I think it reduces their life expectancy. Whereas if they're actively and maybe they're golfing, but they're actively involved in charities or hobbies or other things or working a part-time job. They're out doing things. You know, sometimes we've had a lot of clients get, I mean, we had a client one time, like $3 million, over three, three and a half million dollars in his accountant. He had a job driving cars around He like doing it, gave him something to do. He was perfectly happy. Uh so all of these things when retirement, you've got to – those are things that are kind of small things that that, that make a big difference in, in your life as it goes on. I think it will make you much happier. Uh, finding finding something to do, uh, you know, uh, a ranch. You know, if you get a ranch, the, you know, the, if you, the more complex the ranch is, the more things you've got to do on it, probably the better off you're going to be if you're retiring because it gives you something to do. Uh, you know, you don't want to be just bored. uh you know, and so I, I, I think that's real important. Some people can do that. Uh, but, but what we find, particularly, you know, uh, well, a lot of people, they're, they're better off working and they seem to enjoy it. So those are some of the things. So so where do we go? Rates have gone up quite a bit uh, in here. You uh, know, what happens next week? Uh, look, I, I think it's going to be what, what what do people think is going to happen with the war in the Middle East? Is this thing really going to spread? Are we looking at two fronts, maybe three, where there's some real issues? We're really very stretched militarily around the world. Uh, you know, Now, our troops aren't, but but, our, but let me kind of repeat that. We're, military, we're very stretched right now. We're, we're spread out way too much. But our troops are not, our troops aren't in these places, but the munitions, the logistics, all of that stuff, we're shipping We're shipping for two major wars right now across the globe, two major wars. Uh, it, it, and, and at the same time, we're trying to sit there and figure out what to do with Taiwan. So, so all of these issues, is this thing going to spread? The markets are going to watch that closely. What's going to happen to the five-year, I mean, the 10-year? The 10-year is at 5%. Mortgage rates are 8%. They're going to have to start rethinking 2008 because interest rates are much higher. We're at war. The consumer is starting to get nervous. Uh, you know, they're watching – when they're watching TV all day long, and bombings all over the place. It's not exactly people want to go out and have a good time. And so these issues, are they going to start – the earnings are coming out. The bank earnings were good. I think they kind of papered over a lot of problems in the banking sector. We'd still avoid it. Uh, overall, I, I, think they, I think they've got big losses in their uh, held-to-maturity portfolio. they call called HTM, held-to-maturity portfolio with long-term bonds. Uh, I, I, I think the real estate is going to continue to deteriorate. A lot of these real estate loans they have when they come back and say, hey, our, our interest rate is 9%, and, and the people that had an interest-only loan at 3.5%, they're going to be in trouble, and some of these loans are going to go bad, so we would avoid the sector, I think there's a lot of big losses in the fixed income market out there. We're just not hearing about. So I think this is there's starting to be some real concern out there, and people are really suddenly waking up to risk management. You know, Friday Friday really that was really a lot of like, oh, what what in the world's going on? We better do some risk management. What do you mean? Oh, we only have one percent money funds. We, we you know a lot of people are in trouble now, and so. So we have to see what's going on. If you look at the S and P 500, it broke under the 200-day moving average. That is not a good situation. Uh, you know, it's likely to try to rally above the two back up back to the 200-day moving average, uh, and uh, possibly Monday. And then if it breaks out underneath that again, look out. It could be a bad Monday too. And so I think you really I I, I think the world has become a much much more dangerous place with the Israeli war. China is looking at this. Uh, And keep in mind this week, for all the talk about Israel, uh, the U.S. uh, limited the the Chinese and cut way back on their ability to buy AI chips and our most advanced chips. And and, and, and NVIDIA was down because they can't sell them the chips. And so there's a lot of real big issues that, that people are starting to have to deal with. That they, I don't think they really understand. We have an entire generation of of people on Wall Street that only thing they know how to do is buy index funds and coast up on the markets. And that, that have never had to deal with inflation, that have never had to deal with with rising interest rates, and quite frankly, never had to deal with the world where the Federal Reserve, you know, doesn't come rescue them every single time the market goes down ten and percent. I, and I think this has changed this time. I think the Fed is going to be under much much tougher. Tougher ability to to bail out and to help out. I think when they do, it, I think it's going to be to stabilize the long end of the market and and, and try to keep rates from going above a certain level in, in in yield curve control. I think that's going to happen pretty quickly, and, and, and so that that's much different from flooding the world with money every time there's a problem. If if, if there's a crisis strikes, the Fed starts flooding month, the world with money, the dollar is going to fall apart and gold's going to go straight up, and, and so. So so what we've seen is there's opportunities in this market, short term bonds, short term treasuries, yielding over five percent, two year treasuries five percent, uh, you know, uh, six months I think are five point three or something. Money markets are four point eight percent. The oil and gas stocks are doing well. There's concern out of the Middle East what's gonna happen there. Oil's at eighty eight dollars a barrel. As long as oil stays above seventy five, I don't need hundred and fifty dollars to make money in shell or you know, some of the oil companies, Apache, those things, I can, make, I can make good money if it's just $75. Commodities, you know, different commodities. You know, we have we, countries around the world are looking for alternatives to dollar. Gold, silver, copper, oil, those are alternatives to dollar. So the, 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 there's opportunities there. Conservative stocks with low valuations, there's not a lot of them out there. That's an opportunity. Remember, if you're just sitting tight and cautiously waiting things out, you're getting 5% annualized. That's not a bad return on low risk. So there's opportunities. And there's going to be, but you have to protect yourself. So if you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for our free report. We're going to be putting another one out probably next week, and we'll try to get some reports up because I want to keep you up on an ever-changing world. And if you need some help with your retirement, I, I'll be happy to sit down with you at Max Out Savings Advisors. Uh, we're here in Houston, Texas. Just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com, and you can request it a free appointment and a, kind of an appraisal We'll see where you start Stand for retirement, how you're set up. So, if you need some help, go to wetmaxoutsavings.com. I think until then, also remember our motto and philosophy, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Remember, in tough times, you save more money and you're more cautious. When you're doing that, you build up wealth. When you conservatively manage it, when you get these tough times, you'll be in good shape. And that—that's the thing. You don't have to worry about this stuff. If it, if it take care of it, if you if you reduce your risk, if you properly manage things, that's the key. So you don't have to worry. So you want to put away that money, so you don't have to worry. If, if if something happens, you have the the ability to protect yourself. And I think that that in the world today is important. So remember, save aggressively and invest in certainty. That, my friends, is the key to building up wealth. And uh, I hope everybody has a great weekend. You'll know, we'll see you next weekend on the Backstop Savings Show. But remember, sign up for that free report. We're going to try to get more stuff. We're going to try to start putting some stuff out on Twitter. And also, uh, you'll be able to find our podcast as well. We want I want to bring a lot of stuff to you to try to help you out in the world today. Thanks a lot, everyone, for listening.